Welcome to the new Fabu Show. I am the fabulous Doris Birch, founder of The Fab Factor, and on a mission to globally empower women to don't be invisible, be fabulous. I know just how powerful everything can be when you are an unapologetic, highly visible woman being fully you, and what it can change for you in both your business and life today. hiding. They are not willing to make the choice to let their old selves die. They are quitting on themselves. But to create that vibrational space to step into their new Fabu next level frequency in order to begin showing up in every area of their lives, in order to find the woman you wish to become, a choice needs to be made ready to say yes to your soul and become the next level new fab you now is going to take some inner determination and strength. But let me tell you, and allow me to be crystal clear here, it takes a lot of courage to release the old and step into your next level fabulousness of truth. When you can get real about who you are and say unapologetically, Here is who I am. I think this way. I feel this way. I vibrate this way. And I live on this sort of frequency. And I show up this way. It is critical to do so. If you are truly committed to having it all, a life fully by design and on your terms, in order to shift the old, become the real you and finally break the pattern once and for all. Why? Well, simply, there are still too few women who are giving themselves unapologetic permission to have a seat at the I want it all table. And there are even fewer women who truly own and command their space. You make choices out of guilt or shame or blame. You compromise, you settle, you sacrifice, you continue to sabotage or destroy. This affects everything. Is it any wonder that you don't really let yourself dream that dream anymore? Never mind, act on it. How do I know all of this? Well, it's because I've lived it. And it's the reason I think this must change and it must change now. So what new fab you is all about is letting go of the old, the distorted, the shadow you who you thought you had to be. New fab you is simply that the old you must die to make room for new fab you. Let me ask you if you've had enough of just playing and you're ready to actually play life the way you know it's meant to be. Make the decision to say goodbye to the old. It is time to stop trying to create a new you around the same old people. Stop trying to create a new you around the same old thinking. Stop trying to create a new you around the same old habits. And stop trying to create a new you around the same old departure place. You just got to say yes. Well. 
You don't gotta, but you do if you want to change, to be who you really are meant to be. Then say yes, yes to you, yes to your soul. You've got what it takes. Well, trust me when I say it takes courage. It takes immense courage to be the real you. So enough, enough with hiding your light, enough with being less than, enough with trying to fit in, do it right, be professional, enough with saying you're different, but not showing it. Enough with being scared to sell yourself, your services. It is time to give yourself unapologetic permission to be new fab you who is fully unleashed in what she says, how she shows up, how she does business, how she does life. She knows what works for her. She backs herself unapologetically. Welcome to today's episode. And I remember when I was leaving the corporate space and stepping into this unknown world, and I had to ask myself, okay, Doris, who do you want to be in this? Who do you want to be on the other side of this? See, I think who do I want to be is the most powerful question you can ask yourself. So this is what we're going to ask our next amazing, fabulous guest. We're going to ask her that question because we want to know what happens when you are have this life experience uh, happen and then you have to heal from loss. So let's bring Susan on and find out her answers. Hi, Susan. Hi, Doris. So nice to see you. It is so nice <laughs> to see you as well. And so we're going to dig right on in. And so healing after loss. When you are there and you get to the place when you can finally ask yourself the question, who do I want to be on the other side of this? What happens? Did you ask yourself that? I mean, how did that, if it didn't, if it didn't sound exactly like that, but what was the point where you had to say, okay, this is going to shift me and how am I going to use this to make impact? Well, it, it certainly took a while to get there. I feel like, you know, in the beginning, you're just going through the motions of life and, you know, thinking, yeah, everything seems the same, although it's not, you know, it, it never, it never quote, is that normal again? Because after the loss of especially a child, it's like, where, where do you go from there? Right. So it, it took me, it took me a while to really get to that place. Thankfully, I had a lot of tools in my toolbox from, you know, self-help that I had been doing for, you know, 12 to 15 years that, that, you know, gratitude and, and journaling and breath work and all these things that I had that I could use to move me through that part. And I spent a lot of time, especially last year, you know, with the pandemic and everything, floundering around going, what's next? What, what's next? What am I doing? I knew I didn't want to do event production anymore. I had been done with that for a while. And the pandemic really gave me the luxury of going, okay, what now? So, so with being an author in a book, thanks to you, Doris, 
Um, it finally set me on the path that I know kept coming round and round and round. And I just wasn't ready for it. I knew, I knew it was the work that I need to do. I know it's my life purpose. My son, you know, he, he keeps, you know, yes, mom, you know, you're doing the right thing. And, and it, now that I'm finally stepping into that and creating a passion really of, of doing what I'm here to do, there's, there's no turning back. Right. Right. It's, it's just, you know, all in now doing what I can to get that going and, and to help people to help other people heal, because they don't know where to turn, they don't know what to do. Right. So, well, I think it's powerful, because the, the benefit is that you had already, like you said, had tools in your toolbox um, to support you and, and allow you to become this new version of yourself after your loss of your son. And I think that people who don't have tools in their toolbox or don't know those tools are available. What's powerful now is that the only way really when we can help people is when we've gotten to that place and you are now at that place. Right. And so you are now a tool in someone's toolbox. You yourself is now like, okay, here I am. I'm a resource. I'm a tool. I've been through here. You know, I can support you. I can give you some insight on this journey, which is going to always be there. It's going to always be yes. present, but you get to still be more of who you've been created to be in spite of it all, right? Yes, yes. And and the grief is, it, it, it's something that just keeps popping in and pops out. And, you know, and in between that, you know, and it becomes further and further apart. So, and anything can throw me in, as I'm sure anyone else, in without notice. It just, just happens. And knowing, though, that it's okay to feel that way and honoring and giving myself permission to do whatever it is in that moment, whether it's, you know, cry, scream, whatever, you know, that's going to make me feel better and know that, okay, this too, it will pass. And the rest of the time I get to live my life and I get to be happy. Yes. I, you know, because we're meant to live our lives, not just go through the motions of, you know, like in the beginning of living life, it's, it's really, it's living. How are you going to harness that? Because that's what we're here for. And we're still here. So because we're still here, that means we still have a purpose. Absolutely. And I think that is the key reminder for people is to remember that we are still living. If you wake up and you have another day, live the life, live the life and, and get, I think, finding your passion, finding your purpose, finding your reason, your next reason, your big why um, is detrimental in you living, mm. living. And I think mm. that the body of work that you are now stepping into and being able to support um, people is going to be exactly 
that key that will unlock a new door for them. Yeah. And, and what a way to honor, you know, our loved ones that have passed to do something that can help others get through the same process. Absolutely. So kind of give some insight to the people what the journey was like in stepping into being an author and sharing this story. Oh, well, it was very scary. <laughs> it was it was very scary, although in my heart, I knew it was something that I needed to do. So to share share my story was like the first step. And at first, I didn't even want anybody to read it. And once it was out there and published, I'm like, oh, my God. One of my sisters go, oh, I bought the book. And I'm like, ah, oh, no. <laughs> you know, because it's revealing a whole other side of me that most people don't know about. Right. You know, they, they didn't know what my struggles, my day in, my day out, you know, was like. Right. You know, even when, because part of the story is when he was still here and I was his caregiver and it starts way before that. But it was like, you know, most people don't know these things about me. I tend to be a very private person. So to reveal something like that out in the world, you know, every time somebody goes, oh, yeah, I bought the book or I want to buy the book. I'm like, oh, my God, what are they going to think? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's daunting. I did a post um, because it, I don't remember exactly what I said, but really it's a beast. It, it, it's a beast. When you have your story out in the world and knowing someone is going to read it and allowing yourself to get to that place like, okay, now they know this, they know this part of me. But I think what's even more powerful about sharing your story to help people understand is that people don't know what you are living and going through. And I think when you share that, you do give people permission who have a similar story or can resonate their story to your story and say, oh my gosh, let me just give myself some grace. Let me right. just be yes. in this. And it's okay if I don't have answers. It's okay if I don't want to talk to people or if people don't know what to say to me. It's kind of okay. You right. know, it is. It is okay. It, it's okay wherever anybody is. And I think, you know, doing this work and helping people to heal from their grief is, is going to be huge, but it's about them, you know, taking the first step in really honoring themselves and saying, yes, I, I want to live my life. I, I know I, I have to live alongside, you know, the grief and, and living without my loved one. At the same time, you know, what is it that you want to do? What is it that makes you happy? And sometimes it takes some digging and remembering, you know, prior to that, what did you do? What did you love? What, what made you happy? You know, return to those things. It's, it's okay. You have the right to be happy. And that, that's, that's the biggest message I think a lot of, a lot of people feel guilty for not for for being happy or for going out and having fun but that's what we're here for and that's what our loved ones would want us to do they don't want to see us alone you know doing these sabotaging you know act, act, acts 
you know, whether it's indulging in alcohol or food or whatever it may be. No, they don't want to see us do that. So, so if we really want to honor them, then we need to take care of ourselves and we need to do what makes us happy. Yes. I think that is the most powerful understanding that anyone um, can get from loss. And I even think what you are saying is even vital because it's coming to my soul. It's like, it's even vital for people who, who have lost in another way, you know, yes, people may still go through some of that in other forms of loss. And I think it's happy. I think it's powerful to let them know they can still be happy. Yes. And I think that's, that's the thing that, um, you know, grief is not new to us because we do experience all kinds of losses, you know, throughout our life, whether that's, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, you know, friend, um, job, right? We, we go through all these things and it's good to think back to those and go, okay, well, how did I handle that? What, what did I use? How did I soothe myself? You know, we're talking about grief is something that's still a little taboo. Mm. But when you were in high school and your boyfriend just broke up with you, what did you do? You called your best friend and said, oh, my God, he just. Yeah. <laughs> so why aren't you know, why aren't we doing that now? Right. Oh, my gosh. What you just said is powerful. The taboo piece. And I think that needs, you know, it's the things that are just seem so taboo that are just a part of life. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And that's and, and one of the things, you know, as I was beginning to think about this several years ago, it's like I want to shine a light on grief. Mm, yeah. There's so many people out there silently grieving because they were afraid to talk about it. Or they don't think people want to hear it anymore. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would absolutely agree with that. There is a silence. Yes. There is a silence. And I think you bringing that forward and supporting people to understand that it's okay. Um, and you don't have to be silent. And you can talk about it. And it, and it I mean, I, if you just said that, I mean, this is just sort of hit me as like, even when my dad passed away, I mean, he, he had lived a long life. So it was like, I couldn't be, well, I mean, my thoughts exactly were, he was 93. He right. was amazing. I, I feel grateful that he lived, you know, to that. Mm-hmm. I was like, and so I didn't even really probably talk about it. Cause I was like, he was 93. So it was good, but really probably cause like you don't know how right. to deal right. with it. Even still, it was a grief. It was a loss. Absolutely. Know? Yeah. And I was like, I wouldn't let myself own that grief mm. period. As right. I'm now sitting here processing them, like I never really let myself acknowledge that, you know, I just kept saying, Oh, well, I'm just grateful that he lived till he was 93 and it was good. You know Yeah. What I mean? yeah. And I think that makes it even harder because you've had him for such a long time in your life, right? So that when when they pass, we still grieve them just as much if, as if they would have died 30 years ago. Because one, they're, he's your dad. 
right? Yeah. He's your dad and you loved him deeply. So everybody has the right to grieve no matter who, you know, who it is or even pets. Pets, we yeah. grieve in the same way. Any, any pet or person that we have a deep, um, loving relationship with, Right. We're going to feel that loss and have that deep sadness. Yeah. And, and it's okay. That's the big thing is it's okay that you have to grieve however you need to. It's not, you know, nobody grieves in the same way as another person. There's no time limit on it. There's no, oh, it's been 10 years. You should be over that. Right. You know, it depends on where you are and how you process through that. Oh, well, the, I love this for so many reasons, because I think that the most powerfulness of the ripple effect of your work that you are now doing is that how many people can get healed inside mm. and, and then redirected the loss and, and the pain and the misdirection into something so much more fulfilling because they it's okay. Right. And that they can be happy and they can live their life. I think that is the most powerful thing of the work that you're now going to do to support people. Um, and I'm so grateful that you are <laughs> doing it now, that you became an author and you told the story. I've said it many times. I'm so grateful and honored that you allowed me to support you in getting the story out in the world. It was a transformational story. Um, it is powerful. I embrace it in in so many different ways the way and and I've you know done plenty of books but your story <laughs> was like it was that constant and I told you that was like it was that constant like okay what does the story how are you feeling because it was hitting me in so mm. many ways and right. I was like you know what this story is just fabulous just it it's, <laughs> this is a true honoring process and I think that your son is just shining his light all around the planet because his mom is now going to support and help so many people yes thank yeah you. we just let it be the story that it that came through you it, it's a powerful read and thank I'm you glad thank you, you shared it <laughs> me too because it led me on this path so so that yeah. was just the first step Oh my God, it's more than the first step. So you got clear, you know what you're here to do. You know how you're helping. Tell how that has all shifted. Like what has happened like in just the last month? In the last month, geez, I went from selling pet products to becoming um, a certified master grief coach, you know, totally night and day and, and stepping into who I am. You know, I, I love to help anyway. I love to be of service to people. I, I like to, you know, listen to their stories because people are fascinating. And yeah. to be able to help them move on, you know, and, um, and you know, really heal. It, it is possible for everyone to heal. Mm -hmm. So, and once they have that, then in, and in their healing process, Hopefully they'll find out, okay, yeah, where, where am I going now? What am I doing with my life? Right. How, how am I going to be happy? Ah, yes. So tell us what you have going on. So I have a healing after loss retreat 
coming up on November 4th through the 7th um, in Cape Cod, on Cape Cod, um, Massachusetts. So rented a lovely house. It's, it's meant for only, you know, six women, intimate, small, safe. So, so really excited about how that's going to help these six women. And in addition to that, I'll be doing some individual coaching. Ah, oh, that is fabulous. Well, we'll be sure to put the information um, about your retreat in the comments and stuff and on all the things. And if you are someone who is dealing with loss and grief and you need support, then definitely reach out to Susan. She is available to support you in, in just living your most fabulous life, as I would say. And um and just all the fabulous things that she's going to be stepping into. So, Susan, yes. thank you so much for being on the new Fab You Show today. Oh, thank you for having me. This was a pleasure. Okay, everyone. If you love the show, make sure you give us a review and, and a five-star rating. We would love that. And I am also so excited about this body of work that I now do is supporting women in becoming authors and certifying women to create their own publishing houses. And so if you are a woman with a story and you want to step into being an author, then definitely reach out to me. Until I come back again, I'm the Fabulous Stories Birch. Remember, don't be invisible, be fabulous. <laughs>